0: This is All India Radio in the program Spotlight. Now we bring you a discussion on drive to enroll workers and small traders under pension schemes. The participants are Sushma Ramachandran, economic analyst and Arjun J Chaudhary, journalist.
1: Where we discuss about uh, the Pension Week uh, launched by the under the uh, Prime Minister Shram Yogi Mandhan Yojana mm-hmm. which is uh, primarily a pension scheme for the unorganized sector. So Shmaji, let's begin by asking you about what does the word pension mean for that matter? What is an annuity? Who can apply for the scheme?
0: Well, of course, a pension is uh, basically the remuneration that an individual gets after putting in a certain number of years in employment and uh, after that the, as you said, an annuity it's a monthly remuneration that is paid out to him and it is largely funded from contributions that the individual himself has made gradually over the years and very often a contribution either from the employer or in many cases from the government. In India we have this kind of system and of course Arjun we must not forget that we are also talking about the two pension schemes which have been launched recently by the government one is the one that you mentioned and the other is the National Pension Scheme for Traders and Self-Employed which also is meant for the you know, for those who are not employed in any regular jobs. But those who are self employed or those who have shops or their own particular jobs But they have to have an annual income of below 1.5 crore. But the scheme per se is more or less the same.
1: There is a difference between the two schemes. Mm. One is targeting the trading community who are also self-employed. Yes. The uh, Pradhan Mantri Shram Yogi Mandhan Yojana. That is uh, for Mm. the unorganized sector with incomes below 15,000 per month. Mm. And uh, the minimum contribution being 55 rupees. And that can go up. Mm. And the beneficiary would then be able to get a remuneration of 3,000 rupees per month minimum uh, Mm -hmm. once at least the age of 60 there is also A sort of a lock-in period uh, whereby in the first 10 years of Mm -hmm. the scheme if you're making regular contributions Mm -hmm. on a monthly basis Mm -hmm. and you decide to exit the scheme then the government would Mm -hmm. return the principal amount to you but not the contribution that the government has made equally Mm -hmm. which is 50 50 but if you are able to contribute to the scheme for more than 10 years but Mm -hmm. before you reach the age of 60 then of course the government is able to provide you with a rate of interest as well which is according to a certain benchmark How do you see the target being met? Uh, Mm -hmm. for one crore people?
0: I think it's a target, but I think that there should be some flexibility in that because the government has just launched this drive. They have launched what is known as Pension Week as of November 30th. And under this Pension Week, they are trying to ensure that the maximum number of people, both in the unorganized sector as well as in the retail sector, covered by both schemes, can be covered by, because there's a lack of awareness about these schemes. They have been launched only recently. Uh, The first one, the Shram Yogi Madhan Scheme, was launched only in February. The latest one, the National Pension Scheme for Traders and Self-Employed, was launched only in September. And hence, there is quite a lack of awareness among the uh, public. So, the idea is to raise the level of awareness. There is a target of 1 crore for the Shrub Yogi Bandhan scheme and 50 lakh beneficiaries for the second scheme. But I think what is more important is not the target. Hopefully, we could get more people. Obviously, we have about 42 crore people in the unorganized sector. We should really aim for a really, really large coverage of these two schemes. And I think in this context, we need to recognize that as far as social security is concerned, this country has to go a long way. I mean, if you look at the data, and I'm talking about slightly old data, 2017 data, the World Economic Forum's report on global human capital says that in India, only 1.7% of the population is covered by pensions, whereas, of course, a developed country, it's difficult to compare, but still there is a comparison, 65% people are covered. If you compare with Brazil, 31% people are covered by pensions. So India really has to go a long way. And I think one of the things that has happened over the years is that probably the organized sector has had pensions coming regularly and in the normal course, but very large, and I talked about 42 crores, a very large unorganized sector has not had this benefit. And this is a very, very important social security net that is required for the people in this country. I think both these schemes are some things that were extremely desirable, something that we do need, and it's high time that the government tried to do it. I think that in the past, efforts were not made to bring the unorganized sector under the ambit of social security. But the kind of schemes formulated probably have not been as uh, easy to enter into as this one. In this case, all you require is your Aadhaar card and probably a Jandhan
1: account. Yes, you have do. You require a uh, yes. Jandhan account, yes. which is part of the financial inclusion policy. Yes. So if you have a savings account, it would be linked uh, to this pension scheme.
0: That's the simplicity of it. And the only thing also is that you should not be covered by any other pension scheme. You should not be covered by the private sector, organized sector, for instance, as Employees Provident Fund. It has the, there is the National Pension Scheme, and uh, there are a few other annuity schemes. So you should not be covered by those and in case of the trader scheme you should not be covered by the Pradhan Mantri scheme. So these are the minor things, but it's a very simple scheme and as you rightly pointed out, there's a very small contribution by the person concerned and the government puts in a matching contribution. And at the end of it, when the person touches the sixty, he or she should be able to get pension of three thousand rupees a month. Which of course is not a very large amount, but if you have a husband and a wife, two spouses having this 6,000 rupees amount, it is a basic income, which uh, hopefully over the years could perhaps be expanded.
1: But that's the minimum uh, remuneration that you get under this Absolutely, this is the
0: minimum remuneration. As I said, this is something that is very much desirable and we really need to, when I talked about the data, we we have very few people covered by social security. One of the things that the government is now coming out with is a social security code. And I think as part of the Social Security Code, they are trying to cover the population by all kinds of benefits, that is, uh, maternity benefits and health and insurance and all sorts of things. And one of these, again, is a pension. So, and, you know, all these benefits will also not just cover people who have a regular income or who have regular jobs or those even self-employed we are talking about, but also people in what is known as the gig economy. We are now talking about the gig economy, that is, people who work for contracts uh, for a short period of time, temporary workers, and there are many more people like that in urban areas, especially. If you look at landless laborers who are going to, in the farming sector in different states, you know we don't call it gig economy, but it's really a form of the gig economy because they're working for a very temporary kind of a period and then they come back and they don't have any income. So this kind of work, this is also where you need a social security net and the social security code hopefully is aiming to lay down regulations and
1: guidelines for this. So, the social security code uh, is similar to the social security number that we see in developed countries whenever they have created social security net under an annuity scheme. Uh, Right now, you have the labor ministry, uh, which is working in tandem with the pension department to ensure that there is maximum coverage. You also have these common service centers all across the country, the acronym Mm -hmm. being C. SC with the three point one three lakh common service centers across the country to service applications for this pension scheme right now. So you feel that with the legal awareness being made right now Mm -hmm. people being made aware of how they can be included further Mm -hmm. into the financial services industry the target would be met.
0: I think it would be wonderful if the target is met and I think the government is making concerted effort to cover people who are for instance you have people covered by Ayushman Bharat but Ayushman Bharat is for health and if you cover them by the pension scheme uh, that would be a great thing we have what is known as these auxiliary uh, medical personnel in the rural areas called the ASHA workers and so like Like that you have a whole range of beneficiaries under other schemes and those who are identified by the government for other services. And these are the people who can be brought under the net more easily because they have an Aadhaar card, they have a Jadhan card, but they probably are not covered by any other pension scheme. And this will give them some amount of, what shall I say, security for the future because it is in the future, it is in the old age. And uh, given our demographics, we have to think that as India is aging, the population is aging, we have to think of uh, the security of these people. So that while they are working, they don't have the tension and the stress of worrying about the fact that when we grow older, we are not going to have any financial support. So as I said, I mean, I really cannot underscore how important both these schemes are.
1: So you have the age group of 18 to 40 years Mm -hmm. if you want to apply for this uh, scheme. And uh, the central government, uh, who would be contributing equally to any uh, contributions you make financially, suppose you put in 100 rupees, they'd also put in 100 rupees Mm -hmm. uh, to that uh, scheme. So there'll be a pension card, a Mm -hmm. pension account uh, where the pool of money is created, they would be invested, Mm -hmm. and uh, that will allow them for uh, to create this Mm annuity and remunerate the beneficiary when they reach the age of 60. The central government has uh, actually worked out a partnership and alliance between the labor ministry and the ministry of electronics and it and they're what's called as e-governance services Mm -hmm. limited which is a special purpose uh, vehicle and in this age of digitization they hope Mm -hmm. that through their approach they will be able to reach so many applicants who would then turn into beneficiaries under the scheme
0: i think as the country is becoming more and more a digital economy i think that is the way that is the outreach that is required and i think uh, you have to link that to probably Other data, the fact that India is one of the fastest growing markets for mobile phones. And it is going to be through mobile phones that we are going to reach people, especially in your rural areas. And that's where the target of at least the Shram Yogi Mandhan Yojana is. So you really need to target all these people in rural areas and it is going to be through the digital means. I think also it is, the process becomes much more transparent. If the funding of, for instance, the contribution of the central government goes automatically into their accounts, if the, their own accounts, if they have a Jan Dhan account, the amount, the, whether it is 55 rupees or 200 rupees is withdrawn easily from their account. So the whole system becomes much more simple. As I said earlier also, there were attempts to have pay- Schemes, But probably I think the digitization of the economy and the greater financial inclusion, the adoption also of the Jan Dhan accounts is going to be one of the factors that will lead to the success
1: of these two schemes. So we just spoke about the registration process Mm -hmm. whereby applicants Mm -hmm. can become beneficiaries under this uh, scheme. The Pradhan Mantri Shram Yogi Mandhan uh, Yojana. The initial policy announcement was made in the interim budget uh, by Mm -hmm. the then finance minister Piyush uh, Goyal. The interim budget of 2019-20 where they announced that these Mm -hmm. pension schemes will be created for the benefit of the trading community, Mm -hmm. self-employed and the unorganized sector. And now we're seeing a a rollout uh, of Mm -hmm. that policy into an actual scheme the service provided by the government Mm -hmm. along with equal contributions by the central government to ensure that beneficiaries are able to get that benefit under the scheme when they uh, reach the age of 60. There's also another provision where if the applicant who is a beneficiary, dies Mm -hmm. in the interim period, then his or her spouse can continue. Mm -hmm. Uh, Don't you think that this pension scheme is actually a reflection of the pension scheme that has been so successfully run for the government servants of this Mm -hmm. country?
0: Yes. In fact, the central government scheme has been extremely successful. And as I pointed out earlier, it has been in the past basically government servants, whether it is central government or state government, who have got the benefit of uh, pensions and lifelong employment. In fact, one of the reasons that there is such big demand for government jobs is because of the pension scheme the fact that of course not only that you have assured employment lifelong but at the end of it you get a pension so that your entire life you are financially stable So that is one of the major issues. And I think this uh, adoption of this element of the scheme, I think provides some kind of a cushion or a support to the person who goes for it, that, you know, even if I am not there, then my dependents can benefit from the provisions of this scheme. Thank you so much, uh, Sushma. You were listening to a discussion on drive to enroll workers and small traders under pension schemes. The participants were Sushma Ramachandran, economic analyst, and Arjun J. Chaudhary, journalist. This program was produced and presented by the News Services Division of All India Radio. This program is also available on our website, newsonair.com. You can also follow us on the News on AIR app for updates. You may email your opinion about this program at airnsdtalks at gmail.com.